You were living your life, climbing the ladder and carving out a career for yourself. You had big plans and big ideas. And then you had a baby and everything changed. Just like that. All of it came to a screeching halt. Maybe you kept working or maybe you stayed home. Either way, your world suddenly became very small. And though you were never alone, you were always lonely. You silently asked yourself, where did I go? Who is that tired looking woman staring back at me in the mirror? Until you remembered something very important. You aren't just a mother. You are a mother plus artist, a mother plus entrepreneur, a mother plus musician, a mother plus yogi. You can have an identity outside of motherhood. My name is Stacy Hudson. I'm a mother to two under four, plus writer, certified health coach, aspiring entrepreneur, and athlete. My name is Stephanie Springer. I'm a mother to 10 and 15-year-old girls, plus writer, music therapist, producer, singer, and teacher. Here, we will interview mom bosses, entrepreneurs, artists, athletes, and passionate hobbyists and talk about how to find the thing that lights you up again. You're in there. We know it. You just have to find her again. Welcome to the Mother Plus Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mother Plus Podcast. I'm Stephanie Springer, and I am sitting right next to Stacy, my co-host. We are literally touching arms. It's a Stace and Steph episode like none other because for the first time ever, we are recording together, sitting in my dining room, side by side, and we love it so much, and yet we cannot get used to this because the change is coming and it's coming next Friday. Mm-hmm. Summer break begins, guys. Summer break. And it's not a break, just to be clear, for the mom. <laughs> I'm starting to call it summer breakdown. Actually, mm-hmm. I called it spring breakdown because my spring break was a was a shit, shit sandwich. Show. Yeah. A shit sandwich, um, okay. So what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. okay, summer vacation, summer break my spirit, uh, is different for all moms. Nobody nobody get nobody escapes intact folks. Right. Um, we think that it's possible that the full-time working moms may, their transition might be easier only because their lives were ruined in December and January when they had to book full-time camps for their kids. So you guys have kind of put your, your time in and things might not change too much for you guys. Your kids are at camps and stuff instead of school, but we see you and we see the logistical nightmare that was your, your winter months. And I would say there's probably an emotional transition from your kid going from school to a camp. That's difficult. Like, and maybe it's like the times are different for drugs off and like what do you need to pack for basketball camp that's a headache we were thinking that maybe you'd get to coast a little more than the rest of us and then we laughed really hard because the working mom never coasts sure so we've got the working mom we've got the part-time working mom Mm -hmm. which has always historically been me and once my youngest cleared preschool that was the last I ever had summer childcare because if you know me you know that I've been writing about and talking about the 1980s summer mm-hmm. for like years quick my, quick definition of the 1980s summer for everybody okay you don't have shit scheduled uh, you get dirty you play in the pool you go to the zoo you dink around you make mud pies right mm-hmm. it's not really the 1980s summer because nobody's kid gets on their bike and crosses a busy intersection to go By to the themselves. grocery store to buy a bunch of crap and they all have iPads yeah but, so okay yeah I mean it's loosely you get the point right yeah. we're not at, there's not a camp for every no. week and no you know. it's, there's very little enrichment yeah um, and I love it because I love unstructured time and so do my children mm-hmm. that's a nice way of saying 
saying the three of us are lazy. Um, but okay, and it's a little different for me now because my kids are almost 17 and going into seventh grade, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be gone a lot this summer. Mm -hmm. I'm writing a book. Yes, she is. And um, a couple of those trips I'm not bringing them with. Mm -hmm. So while I might be coasting in the sense that my kids and I have a lot of parallel play going on when we're at home, like mm -hmm. we do still do stuff together, but also I'm less accountable. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be dealing this summer with a lot of guilt. My kids are going to be sad and resentful when I'm gone. Mm -hmm. And um, so stay tuned for that. But the, the mom we're here to talk about today is the mom that, number one, is Stacy, actual Stacy. Okay, here she is. Hi. And the mom that Stacy represents, which I think might be the masses. Of our listeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that would be moms who either are working from home mm -hmm. And their kids are going to be home all summer. Or moms who are just legit stay-at-home moms, mm -hmm. and now their kids are home all summer. Mm -hmm. And you're faced with, uh, tell us what you're faced with, Stace. Yeah, so I have a three and a five-year-old, if you don't know that already. And starting next Friday, and just to be clear, what is the point of even having the last week of school? Because every fucking day there's something that I need to be there for. And yep. then there's a one o'clock dismissal on the last day of school. You, if you can't see me, I'm putting it in quotes because it's not a fucking day. It's like no. two hours. Throw us a bone, motherfuckers. Give us our full not, seven and a half hours on yeah. the last day of school. My kid doesn't even have school it's on the last like, day. What is the point? Can you just like, can we just finish what we started here, people? Anyways, I digress. So starting next Friday, I will have the three and the five-year-old home with me. The only structure we will have is swim lessons every day at about 10 to 10.30. That's 30 minutes, people, where I'm not actually watching them, but I kind of am watching them to make sure they don't drown when their teenage instructors are not paying attention. It's not so, relaxing, guys. It's, it's not. not really a break. It's um, a change of scenery. Mm -hmm. It's not a break. <laughs> exactly. And they are, they are ready, for sure. I mean, we're definitely in that stage of every morning, it's, do I have to go to school? And both of my girls generally like school. So I can feel them ready to be done, and I want that for them in some ways, but then I am torn yes. between where they need to be and where I want to be. And I can tell you for the last four weeks, I've been counting down every week, like, okay, so you have four weeks left, you have three weeks left, you have two weeks left, and now I'm one week left. I have, after today, it's Thursday, and then I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and, and then my freedom is taken away from me. Let me be clear, this freedom is new to me this year. So oh, you just got a taste that's being ripped away from you. And I loved it. I loved it so much. I have never been a better mother than when my my, yes. parents, my children were not with me all the time. Um, so Let I, that sink in. Uh -huh. How many of us are really great mothers when our when our kids aren't around. Oh, it's so it's like the dirty little secret of mine that's no longer a secret because I basically write about it and say it all the time. Right. I prefer my children in small doses. There you go. And so I'm nervous. I've been nervous. I've been talking to Steph about it. Um, I'm torn on how to spend these last few days. Part of me needs to really yeah. put in my time with my freelance job because I'll have less time to do that when I'm home with them. I don't have any real childcare to continue doing that freelance job while my daughters are home, except for my mom coming over to help here and there. So how do I balance that? And then my sanity. I am very aware now of what happens to my mind when I am taken over by my children every day and there is not one day for a breath. And okay. I, I know, I know what happens. And I haven't put the things in place to give me that space, except for, again, my mom's help, who I'm gr very grateful for. But it's not like 
I'm leaving the house or she's taking them away. She doesn't do them by herself. I still am there and she kind of will mm-hmm. play with them in another room. So I, I am incredibly anxious about this, but I'm also trying to find the joy my mom was a working mom. Both my parents were working parents. I was in daycare from the time I was three months old until you know graduation, and I had a lot of resentment towards that. I hated. I had friends who got to stay home with their parents or the home with their moms during summer break, and I never got to do that. I was always in some field trip or some camp or some daycare, and I just I missed my parents so much. And my mom hated that she got to do that for me. So I understand that for a lot of people, this is a total privilege and I try to remind myself of that that I get to be home with my kids and there will be joyful moments and yes. another good thing to remember this is me talking to myself and me I'm and here you, is that last year is different than this year and the year before Ooh. that is different I always oh, I yes. always get caught up in this well, it's going to be 2020 all over again. I'm going to have my kids with me. We can't leave the house. We can't interact with other people. They're young. They're screaming. They're spitting. They don't know how to talk. It's so different. You've got trauma from that. It's so different now. They are different. They do play with each other. They fight, but they also love. And I I have counted up to an hour of time where they're playing independently. So I think there will be more pockets than I expect there There to be. There will. But I'm still nervous. I'm very nervous. Yeah. Okay. I have two important things to say. Yes. Number one, yes, this is a privilege. Yes, you had the opportunity to do this that you didn't get when you were a child and the roles were reversed. Hold tight to that. And yet, it is never useful for us to shame ourselves into gratitude. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Do not shame yourself into gratitude. Any of you who are listening, Mm -hmm. not helpful. Mm -hmm. Number two. I normally want to be a listener and a container. Mm-hmm. I'm today is different. I ha- I want to help you. God yes, damn it! Please. I want help to me. I want to jump in with fixes. I'm like, yeah. all right, everybody. I'm clearing this table. Yeah. I've got notebooks. I've got spreadsheets. I'm about to go type A Stephanie on your ass. So buckle up. I love type A Stephanie because okay. I'm type B Stacy. So yeah. bring it. Okay. On. Here's what I got for you. Yes. All right. I love what you said about you have to let go of the past years of like, this is going to suck because last year sucked and the year before that sucked. Um, Your kids are old enough that they are going to help you. You are going to have a family meeting as soon as school is out. Okay. And you're going to get notebooks and and your husband's going to help you. Even though he's not going to be around for all of this, he's going to help hold that space. Mm -hmm. Everyone is going to take turns saying what they want to do this summer. Okay. You are going to make a massive list of all the things you want to do. We want to go to the zoo. We want to go to the museum. We want to go to the dollar movies that are every Tuesday all week long or all summer long. I took my kids and my neighbor kids every summer, $1 a piece. It was Tuesdays and Wednesdays at the Mills Theater. Really? Yes. Okay. And it's like great movies and it's all kids. So if your three-year-old has a a tantrum, it doesn't matter. And it's a dollar, so so you leave. It's a dollar, so you leave. You are going to make a list of all the fun things you want to do. And you tell the kids, some of these are things to do at home and some of these are things to do out and about. Mm -hmm. We can have one daily adventure, Mm -hmm. right? You have to schedule your days and you also have to schedule this into your day. Mm -hmm. You guys are watching TV. You are sitting on your asses. Mm -hmm. You're on devices, okay? Your brains are slowly rotting. Right. Maybe you're snorting M&Ms while you do this. I don't know. I don't care. We don't because, do M&Ms in okay. my house, but I get you know, uh, You know, Dark sugar-free craisins. Yes. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, you have got to let them be lazy slackers. Sure. This is your time. This is mommy's time. 
for for a designated time every day. This is day, a designated like time, or maybe, something. or just like, hey, today you can call it couch potato time. Couch potato time today is ten to eleven. Oh, couch potato time today is three to four. Oh, I like that. And if Maggie's still napping, yeah, Charlie has couch potato, or Charlie has whatever time during nap. Sure. You have got to give yourself windows when you are not on duty. Yes. Yes, you're in the same house. But never underestimate the beauty of a closed fucking door, my friend. Mm. You are in your room and the door is closed. Mm-hmm. Or you are at the kitchen table and they are in their rooms. And you hold tight to that. Mm-hmm. It's it's couch potato time. It's artist time. It's rest time. Okay? Build your days. And then what you're going to do is find a babysitter so that once a week you actually get to leave your house Mm. for two hours. It doesn't matter. You have got to have vines to swing from. And this is the next thing for all of you who are going to be stuck at home with your kids this summer. Listen to this. This one's good. Okay. I call them maternal hedonism vines. Maternal hedonism vines. Pleasure vines, friends. Okay. Pleasure vines. Your first pleasure vine might be... My kids are watching a half-hour cartoon in the morning, and I'm sitting in my bed, and I'm drinking my coffee, mm-hmm. and I'm meditating. Mm-hmm. Your next pleasure find might be, we're all in the backyard, and they're playing happily, and I'm turning my AirPods on and listening to this podcast while I watch them and don't interact. Mm-hmm. Maybe your next pleasure find is, my husband just got home, and it's happy hour, and I'm going to have a cocktail while he plays. Okay. Your next pleasure vine might be they are down for the night and we're watching Netflix or they are down for the night and I'm alone in my room and I'm reading a novel. Mm-hmm. Okay. The pleasure vine after that might be my best friends come into town and I get the whole afternoon off. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need big pleasure vines and you need little pleasure vines. Sure. Daily pleasure vines and then the big maternal hedonism vines are the ones where it's like it's date night. It's girls night. Mm-hmm. And you need to block those off so that you know I am not home with my children 24-7 this summer. I have this day, I have this weekend, I have this two-hour block with the babysitter. Mm -hmm. So you need small micro plans Mm -hmm. and you need major ones because you're not going to get through this summer without your maternal hedonism vines. Mm -hmm. And do not diminish their their importance. They don't make you selfish. They don't make you a bad mom. Mm -hmm. You will never get through this if you are not actively giving to yourself. Mm -hmm. And... I don't probably is this probably going to come out before woo woo because I mean I feel like the woo woo could really we have a woo woo episode as well we're and we, all excited about we super are and we talk about the little pockets of time that you can find for yourself yeah. those pockets are going to be your best friend mm-hmm. but you are going to have to plan and I know as a type B person that's not natural right so what you do is you have a family meeting and you that. make all the lists of ideas and you know what you don't have to schedule your whole week out the night before when your kids go to bed you can be like all right here's the plan. Uh, 9 to 10 is young artist time. Mommy's got to take a Zoom call. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to the zoo. Then we're coming back for quiet time. Right? Yes. Like Then it's yes. couch potato hour. Yes. Woo! Couch potato hour. Yes. I'll sit with you guys, but I'm listening to this podcast on my AirPods. Right. Or I'll sit with you guys, but I'm reading a book. Right. You don't have to plan your whole summer out, but every night before you go to bed, know what your schedule is. The next day. And, and your kids are going to start to know what the expectations are. And when you say this is a no interaction zone with mommy... You don't feel bad about it because you're giving them plenty this summer. Sure. Wow. All right, you guys, that'll be $85. That was amazing. <laughs> she doesn't have a script, folks. This just came out of her brain. It did, and a, wow. lot, and a lot of years of experience. And one of the things that my kids and I did look forward to every single year was we would do the 
let's plan out the summer meeting. And it's funny you said that. I haven't had a formal meeting, but I've been bringing it up at conversations at dinner because I honestly don't know what we're doing. And mm-hmm. type B me is just like, I guess we'll just figure it out every day. But because they're only three and five, the five-year-old has a little bit more idea. But when I just throw out the question, what do you want to do this summer? Maggie, the younger one, has no mm-hmm. idea what that even means. Yeah. And so okay. maybe maybe come with choices. Yeah. I don't know. The Aquarium. Okay. So yeah. Because yeah. your three-year-olds, you guys, they can help. Maggie, what is your favorite thing to do in the backyard? Mm-hmm. What game do you want to play in the backyard? Like I should be taking notes. Well, okay. you can take notes when I can watch that. this recording. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Here are some really fun places that some kids like to go in the summer. Yes. yes. The zoo. Yes. The aquarium. Yes. Do you want to go to the movie theater? Like you can look at the summer kid movies yeah. and see what's out, and it's probably a bunch of movies your kids have already seen because sure. they do like favorites. So I want them to be comfortable with. They've never been to a movie theater, so this is the time. Yeah, like yeah, I used to go with when with when Sophie was three. Okay, because it, it's loud and it's dirty and it's annoying and right. nobody cares. Right, right. The butterfly pavilion. Have you guys ever been to? We the, love right. The butterfly so like pavilion. you yes. and you can you can help. Which and maybe when you're looking at the week, like hey, what what three big outings are we going to do this week? Mm-hmm. The zoo, the aquarium, and that Lookout Mountain, like, whatever it is, you know. We live on Lookout Mountain. Yeah, okay. So you've been to that place. (laughs) No, it is awesome. The Nature Center. It's great. We love it. And we don't go to it regularly when you go to a place. Um, Okay, so then I like also, so within the meeting, there is also a boundaries conversation. Is that that where you clarify? I I would say, okay, during our summer... We're going to have, like, couch potato time. Oh, my gosh, you guys. You get to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to pick whatever you want. Maybe you take turns. Maggie picks a show chart. Mm-hmm. Every single day, you're going to get to be a couch potato a little bit. And this is really special time. Sure. And then there's also going to be, like, mom's got to do some work this summer. So if I have an hour where I have to work, that's when you guys get artist hour. Yeah. Right? Like, you're going to bill it. You're going to sell it. Right. And you are going to be more creative. You have so much creativity. This is when you're, like... You guys ever heard of a treasure walk? Like you bring your pails and and maybe we take pictures. You get to take turns taking pictures of cool things we can't take with us. Mm-hmm. And then the little things we can, we put in our treasure. But like mm-hmm. that way you've elevated. We're just walking around the damn block into something that's an activity, yes. right? Yeah. Maybe you're going to have picnics on your kitchen floor. Maybe you're going to eat dinner outside. Like the juices that. are going to flow and right. you're not going to feel so bored and resentful. And then you're going to be like, oh. It's quiet time. I'm reading a book. Right. Like, these are the expectations. And the thing is, they are going to take ownership Mm -hmm. for their summer plans Mm because they're an important part of it. Always emphasize the fact that, like, we get to create our own summer, like an architect. Mm -hmm. And, like, you have to help me when it's couch potato time. If I say I want to go out and be like, no, Mom, it is couch potato time. We are watching Bluey Right. right now. Right. Right? And then you set those boundaries. Mm-hmm. My AirPods are in. I'm here with you, but I'm not listening. I'm not watching the show. Right. Um, I'm upstairs. I know that you guys can sit here and, you know. Yeah. They are going to feel grown up mm-hmm. and responsible. Mm-hmm. And remember, these are Montessori kids. Yeah. They can do this. Yeah. They're capable. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Wow. You're so good. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, I'm, I feel so much more at ease than I did 17 minutes ago and I'm not just saying this for the podcast like it being type B the way that I am like the reason all of this is so overwhelming to me to have this blank slate ahead of me is just like I don't know what to do with it right Mm -hmm. and part of me likes being spontaneous and just like kind of going with it but a lot of anxiety comes with that when you're a mom and you have children and you have to kind of you know 
It's please, a sense of looming so dread I, because you don't know what's coming and yeah. you don't know what to expect. Yeah. And you feel out of control. Yeah. The other thing I think is going to be helpful is what are the worst parts of your life with school right now? I would suspect leaving the house, right. packing lunches. Right. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to. So allow yourself to be like, our mornings can be slow. Mm-hmm. I don't have to get all your shit together. Right. We can take our time. So re- like, don't skip that. Right. Let yourself notice. Oh my God. Like, yeah, I'm up earlier than I want to, but I'm not rushing. Right. Like our mornings don't even, we don't have to do anything until 10. Yeah. Or we can choose to get the hell out of here at eight because we're already bored. Like you like savor the things that go away about the school year. And I think that's why every year I'm always so relieved because while I know I'm going to be getting a whole package of new shit, Mm -hmm. I'm so ready to let go of the old shit. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get up early anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear about homework stress anymore. Mm -hmm. So I'm not focusing on the new burdens I'm getting. I'm going to focus all of my energy on releasing the burdens that I don't want to carry anymore. Yes. So let yourself have that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And and it makes me excited in the way that I was when I was a kid that summer is here. And I think it makes me feel excited. I feel excited. I feel it just talking to I'm like freedom change. Because I feel like that's part of the sadness that comes in with being a parent. Before I was a mom, I had these visions in my head for what it meant to have summer break with your kids and that you got to relive childhood and doing that. And it is not, or in my experience, it has been far from that. It's been the exact opposite of that. I could not be further from being a child in those moments (laughs) because there is so much pressure and responsibility on me and obligation that it's like the opposite of childlike freedom, right? But the way you just explained it feels like I think I could have fun with that. I think we could have fun. Right. And here's, you know what, I, the thing is, it's always really easy to like talk a big game when you're at that time when it's like, okay, family meeting time, guys. Yeah. Maybe you need an accountability partner too. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need someone that you can text and be like, what's on your 90s, what's on your 1980 summer agenda today? Not to connect, just to be like. What's your plan for the week? Yeah. Here's here's my plan for the week. What's yours? I have somebody in mind for that. Hillary, I'm talking I, I to I knew you, you were going to say yeah. Hillary. Okay. Um, no, just to be like, it, it's going to keep you honest. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep you from sliding, which is going to be so easy to slide into like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? I hate this day. Mm-hmm. I hate this week. If you have someone where you're like, what time is your couch potato time today? Yeah, like, I'm going to text you a couch potato time. Right. Right? right. Just have someone that, that is going to hold you accountable for not sliding into chaos. Sure. I think a, a lot of um, my, my trouble in the past was that, I don't know about you guys, but when I, for, when I was pregnant and I first read the importance of not having too much screen time and there's I think age uh, regulations for like from two to three it should be like zero hours and three to four it can be one and and so on and so forth and I really stuck by that for my first daughter it's gone through the window with my second but it's still this heavy guilt that weighs on me as to like well I don't want to put them in front of a screen too much and being Montessori children and they really kind of discourage you know too much screen time and I'm constantly trying to weigh okay, I accept that and I see the good in making sure we step away from them, but also there's only so much I can handle and that is my answer right now. That is your answer. It has to be your answer, Stacey. And with all of the other enriching things you do, everybody needs a minute to dissociate. Mm -hmm. And um, this is a way that your kids' eyes can glaze over and knowing that they're doing all this other stimulating stuff 
Like, you are the least likely person to develop a screen time problem in your family. Right. It's not going to happen. And if you give them either two half-hour blocks or one-hour one, they are going to gobble it up and love it, and then you can truly check out. Mm-hmm. You can't leave, yeah. but you can check out. Yeah. And that's that's what's you've got to have that buy-in. Mm-hmm. I am letting you go. You are gonna watch an hour of TV every day. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Right. They're gonna love that. Yeah. They're also gonna respect the boundaries of that. Yeah. And that sacredness of that short period of time. That's when you really get to know. I get to do whatever I want. Yeah. That's my vine. Mm-hmm. That's your vine. You guys, I really don't think. I mean, I don't, there's nothing left to say. That was so beautifully said. Thank you so much, Steph. Oh, you guys, here's what I want you to do. Let's help each other mm-hmm. find as many maternal hedonism vines as mm-hmm. we can. Yes. Oh my God, that's going to be our hashtag. Maternal hedonism, hedonism vines. It's a little long. We could just say pleasure vines, pleasure but vines. that could come up with like something mm-hmm. inappropriate. Something I don't else. know. Yeah, we're not sure. Um, but I want you to tell us what your maternal hedonism vines are. Yeah. Like tag us on Instagram or put put comments in a post. Yeah. Uh, that Email we, we want to know. Like what vines are you grabbing to get yourself through your day and sure. through your summer? Sure. We might even do a follow up episode that's just called maternal hedonism vines. I think I feel, I feel, I feel it, it coming. Do you guys? I mean, our Christmas episode was kind of that. It's mm-hmm. just like. What are the things you're doing for yourself this Christmas? And it was just lists and lists from other moms right? and what they're doing for themselves. Yeah, so, no, we need to help each other like brainstorm things yeah. because you might have thought like, oh, I never would have counted that before. But now that I look at it this way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. All right, we're going to brainstorm. We're going to get through summer, you guys. We're going to survive and we're going to thrive. Happy God, summer, guys. Happy, Happy summer. Before we let you go, we wanted to let you know that... For the summer, we will be moving to publishing every other week because, well, because everything we just talked about in this episode. We've got kids home, Steph is writing a book, and life is about to get crazy. As I'm sure it is for a lot of you who won't be able to do as much podcast listening. But come back to school in September. We'll be right back to every week. And not only that, but we will also be hosting our very first in-person event here in Denver. More to come on that in our next episode, but think good conversation, a beautiful space, alone time mixed with girl time and spa services. Are you intrigued? I'm so excited to tell you about it. We will clue you in next episode and we'll speak then. Happy summer moms and sending you peace, love, and lots of babysitters.